0: breeze this is the MA breeze um before we get into any mma talk man i grew up skateboarding so i would i just noticed you've been hanging out with ryan sheckler i've always seen you putting a little bit of skateboarding up online how did you link up with ryan is that an old connection or is that something new
1: Um uh, we just got a lot of mutual friends and and uh my boy uh bear and, and uh big boy was uh skating down there I yeah. kind of ran across him and uh yeah, the Ruka Jimmy's coming in and messing around, and just a good dude. And uh, kind of just linked up, linked up, wanted to make something happen, something fun. And I'm always down for a skate, yeah. <laughs> I hear you, even, even, even if it hasn't been a couple of years, you
0: know? Yeah, man, I'm 27 <laughs> right now, so I mean, I, I'm not on it as much as I used to be, but it's, it's nice to get back on every now and then. Um, I'm pretty. 30- I- I'm 36 and I can still
1: fuck, I can still go you know Yeah I mean?
0: I've seen you getting some freaking air on on the uh bowls and stuff man I I'm very bad at transition and uh like half pipes quarter pipes and all that stuff I'm more of like a street guy um rail guy I used to always hit gaps stair sets um not too many handrails like a couple board slides yeah. and but i love a box after i got older i started skating the box a little more you know a little less falling and all that good stuff
1: yeah but, um, and stairs are no fun to fall on yeah there's no no longevity in that
0: no there's not i know uh your brother your brother's a pro surfer so have how long have you guys been on the boards i mean oh, it's a lifestyle out there
1: yeah i started skateboarding at a pretty early age and then um uh, surfing and i took up uh like junior high, kind of like got more serious. I surf, surfed, early, but never like seriously until to junior high and high school and a little bit beyond. But then I just, I kind of got. I was wrestling in between. My parents kind of forced me to wrestle because they thought I'd get into drugs on on the pleasure point and all this, all that bad stuff. So surfing wasn't like, wasn't their their priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But that's how that's kind it, of worked, awesome. it worked
1: out for me. It worked out for me, to say the least. I,
0: I mean, I was listening to you talk about the stance, and I thought that was fascinating how you were saying, you know, you don't have a karate stance. You don't have a boxer stance. You have almost a surfing stance. And uh, I think that was so fascinating because when I started wrestling in high school, um, my coach, he was, he was always breaking my balls like – Dan, you look like you're riding a a skateboard, man. What are you doing? And so he would make me sit there and work on my wrestling stance and just shadow move. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's so cool that you've come from a background of, of, uh, board sports and grappling It's so synonymous to the things I love most in life. But, um, you know how how do you think i know you mentioned skateboarding taught you how to deal with pain i mean obviously i can i can understand that what, what you mean by that you're falling all the time um how do you how do you look at pain right now do you ever get scared in the octagon and getting hurt i know skateboarding you know you never really you it's in the back of the
1: mind but you know how is it compared to fighting um it's and it's very similar it's like you know you, you have to get through the pain to kind of overcome and and succeed and and finish whatever you're doing you know it's like uh <laughs> if you want to complete certain things in skateboarding you're going to you're going to take a lot of diggers you're going to you're going to you're going to eat shit a lot mm-hmm. um, and you got to keep climbing you got to keep fighting back mm-hmm. until you um, same thing in fighting it's just like it's fucking it's a it's a battle mm-hmm. and you're going to have to take your shots to uh to give it back and to and to get through it so um yeah. There's, there's a lot of similarities. Um, fighting is, is still, still hurts. Skateboarding still hurts, mm-hmm. but you got to put that in the back of your head and you gotta, you gotta finish what you're doing. What's It, the- hurts, it hurts a little more. It hurts a little more these days. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, just, it doesn't hurt more. Like it hurts after the fact
0: more. Yeah. yeah no, a hundred percent. In the moment, uh, Almost nothing you feel in the moment, right? It's like, you're going, you're going. And then once the adrenaline wears off and you kind of sit on the couch and chill it's like everything smacks you right there like holy crap my hip my leg i'm should, should i do this again <laughs> but,
1: next, uh, next two bruises just don't go away
0: yeah, yeah i know i hear you man i hear you i know uh it's like i said it's a lifestyle out there your brother's surfing what do you what what do you prefer surfing or skateboarding
1: um i prefer it just depends on on the scenario i prefer mm-hmm. skateboarding if if it's Anywhere fucking crowded. <laughs> yeah. language. Like, Not I just either. don't. I don't have the time and I don't have the patience to go deal with like with a bunch of idiots and surfing. It's just the, the hostility and the the egos and the and just the people's wherewithal. Sometimes it's just mm-hmm. I don't have time for it. I, I dealt with that. I fought through like you know people like that. My my whole high school, college, life. Mm-hmm. But um, these days I just don't. I don't have time for like idiots in the water. So if, if I'm going out to like on a surf trip when remote destination and, and beautiful waves with my, with my friends yeah that's beautiful that's i'll take that over skateboarding any day but to mm-hmm. go surf in malibu to go surf at, at uh or anywhere down especially down south even santa cruz is just it's a headache too because you have like you have the professionals who have who have achieved it and, and have made it but santa cruz is a very content culture and a lot of the guys never see too far above and they have this and then they start to gain this ego and then they have this little like localism on their spot because they haven't achieved anything. And so all they have to hold to is their little spot. And so it is, that gives them their like sense of power and entitlement. And so they, they dig people around in the water. And so Mm -hmm. when I make, when I come home to go surf in the water and you see these little hometown little heroes or whatever they think they are. (laughs) And then they, they like, they like get, give bad energy to some, like some kook or some guy. that's not really in the way, but just, just irritating them somehow, just because they're small-minded and insecure. Mm-hmm. I'll make I'll make a point to yell at those people, those local little assholes.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen you say I, don't,
1: I don't like it. I don't like yeah. it at all, and I don't like bad energy. And I hate little, you know, insecure little pricks. That yeah, in the I,
0: I mean, I've yeah, seen
1: sponsored a, a little little pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll come I'll come in and I, I'll make a point to yell straighten. The-
0: yeah, right I, on it. I deal with that. I saw you um in one interview a while. It was a while back. I was trying to dig into your skateboarding, and I saw you know it was like 2014. You were talking about growing up, and how you know you you like to stick up against the bullies, and and you like to to you know do the right thing, and and that's kind of what got you into some altercations. But um, you know, I I can relate. I feel like you know I was always taking almost taking my friends battle sometimes just because I wanted to do the right thing and stick up for them Um, how much did you get into things like that growing up and what really led you to fighting was it that you just found it at an early age that you were good at it you enjoyed it or was it something else just pure combat formalized sports
1: yeah one second my dog's bitching she wants to go outside
0: no you're good I got one myself
1: Yeah, yeah (laughs) <laughs> this one's. A, you this have one a? I, is it a beagle?
0: No, I got a Catahoula
1: Leopard dog. It's a pig hunting dog from Louisiana.
0: Oh, okay, right on, right on. I saw some pictures of uh of is it a girl? Yeah, she's a girl. I saw her hanging out with you in the ice bath. But uh, but yeah, I man, I was just wondering, you know, what 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 really got you into fighting? Because it seems like you got into a little bit when you were younger, you know, sticking up for your friends and whatnot, and doing doing what you got to do to do the right thing. Is is it kind of something you found, you know, outside of the gym, or is it something more, you know, hey, wrestling led to this, and combat sports, jujitsu, and all that?
1: Uh, for me, I mean, it was early, early age, at, like six years old. I started doing judo, and so that was like the first time I really kind of got out of the protection of my my dad and my mom, and you know, you playing the sports and you never you always feel safe. Mm-hmm. Then you got on that judo mat, and got thrown on my head, and got fucking buried by some kid one time. You know, and it's like you feel helpless. And like, but crying my eyes out, but I couldn't help but gravitate back towards that and overcome that obstacle. So that was the beginning of it, and that led to wrestling. Wrestling led to jujitsu. It just got more and more creative and more disciplined. And mm-hmm. and I just kind of always attracted, always been a, been attracted to what scares me. You know, I think that's what makes great people is uh, people that live outside their comfort zone and, and chase chase their fear. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's yeah. always been that way uh and yeah and then just fighting you know it's like it always it always stemmed from all those kids you know my friends protecting my friends and my my people and, and uh, there's there's always a lot, of, a lot of idiots growing up you know the mm-hmm. the insecurity it's that that attack for no reason and mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel uh I feel like it's my business to attack
0: back <laughs> i love it i love it man you're you're such an entertaining fighter you're so well-rounded i mean you're dangerous in in any position um you know obviously everybody's excited for your comeback i mean that's that you've let us know that and and you know i think the biggest question right now is you know you're looking pretty lean from my perspective are you thinking of 185 again or 205
1: i think 185 is most logical i'm'm I'm, I'm like you know when i was fighting when i did the 205 thing it's 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 hard for me yeah. to keep bulking up. And it's just like lifting weights and really pressing that angle is it's just not my style. And I kind of took away from my my flow, my freedom in the cage. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, it's like I mean, I'm eating everything I can and lifting every day, like, you know, all, all the time. And trying to trying to maintain two twenty was was not easy. You know, I think I walked into the fight like two seventeen.
0: You looked like a freaking monster when you came into that fight. I mean, it, it showed like your body, like the hard work you put in on the frame as showed, but you know, I think it's exciting for you. Any weight class you go to, I, I'm, I'm going to be tuning in. I, I saw Taylor recently had a podcast, wondering these things about you and where you're going to return to and um, how he, you know, he could see either weight class. Um, And once one matchup he brought up, uh, was you rematching Chris Weidman, and I wanted to know what your thoughts were about that. I mean, does that get you anywhere, or do you think that puts you back in the mix at all? Or Do you have a fighter, a person in mind that you would prefer to to go up with on your comeback?
1: Um, I, I don't. I don't see too many like, you know, preferable matches. There's a few guys that, you know, that entertain me, but I'm I'm pretty open. Mm-hmm. I just want to be healthy, and or or you know, something pops up and that's that's appealing, and sexy to me. It's like. I'm not, I mean, I'm coming back to, to fucking, you know, not just to fight a fight, you know, I want to go out there and I want to <clears throat> something that really appeals to me, something that's fun. I've done it. I've done it. You know? And so it's like, I want to be healthy. First of all, and that's been the biggest issue is my shoulder.
0: Mm-hmm. What's uh, wrong with the shoulder?
1: I, I had a, I had a labrum issue, and oh. and it's just my right hook has been, has been my, my equalizing shot for a long, long, long time. And I just, I, I've lacked that for the last couple of years, I've had some deterioration and uh, had surgery in the middle of COVID. And and it's just been it's been hard shoulder surgeries. I've never really had a shoulder surgery. So well, I'm getting P- ready to have my first so that's uh, why I ask. make sure you get it right. Make sure yeah. you're it right. It, yeah. It's a long process. Uh, you gotta do a lot of PT and a lot of a lot of band work a lot of a lot of everything. So it's a uh, recovery is not not been easy. And I haven't been able to be able to like rely on it. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the biggest thing with me is like making sure my shoulders there and I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to come back compromised. I, I got too many other options to do things, and uh, mm-hmm. until I'm ready and and 100 confident in my shoulder, then then I'm going to start pressing the pressing the button.
0: Nice, right? On. The,
1: I'm getting there. Yeah. I'm finally. So I'm, I'm trying to.
0: Your it's Instagram a delayed, looks the like late
1: process, it. but I'm pushing it.
0: Yeah, it looks like, I mean, it looks like you're going hard but when I'm tuning into your page. It looks like you're doing ice baths, you're working out, like you seem on top of it. So I know a lot of people have been wondering, and we're pretty excited for you to come back. Um, You know, speaking of the the middleweight and light heavyweight option, we have something crazy going down, you know, very soon with Israel moving up to face Jan. So what do you, uh, what does your take on that matchup? And, you know, is he going up without bulking? Like you, you did it's complete opposite.
1: He, is he not bulking he's not No, he's
0: of? he's gonna go in at his natural 180 whatever pounds frame that's what he's come out yeah he, he ain't
1: naturally 180 that dude's big i've seen him many <laughs> times <laughs> just, yeah.
0: um
1: yeah i mean i'm sure it'll be like at least 210 215 but uh i would um i you know i mean i think jan is he's, he's awkward he's awkward and he's very strong but he's you know it's like i i approach that fight so wrong um, I think Israel is is a very good opportunity to take this thing. I think he's 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 more relaxed. And uh, I I forced a takedown. I saw a fight with, with potentially John, and I just thought I, like, I want to make this fight easy. I know if I got him down to be over, and mm-hmm. just forced the issue, and I came out of that and just juiced up my arms, and mm-hmm. and it fell to exhaustion. I wasn't I was never that guy forcing a takedown, and I just uh, I got got into my head about about finishing it too early, mm-hmm. and. uh and, but I wasn't like, you know, the times I really stood with him, it's like, I didn't really see, like, he's, he's pretty visible. And he's, and he's, and he's, I think Israel's going to be a little more sharp, a little faster. And to be able to hit his spots. Um, not saying Yong can't do it. Cause he does have that awkward kind of weird style, like almost Bisping-ish where he's mm-hmm. like, he's effective. He's awkward. And, but if you really are patient and, and see things like you get him to pick yeah. him apart. First fight with Bisping, it's like, I, I was, everything was relaxed. And I was so present. It was so easy. And I forced the issue again with him the second time, and that's where that's where it got caught. And so it's like I see the relaxedness of, of Israel and the confidence really kind of he's I think he's peaking, and I think he'll take it.
0: Yeah, oh, it's definitely going to be one for the books. So I know with uh, with him going up to light heavyweight. Let's say he does stay at light heavyweight. What are you what is your take of the middleweight division right now, and who do you see kind of stepping up for for that vacant belt? You know, which two guys or? Are- one guy do you think is is kind of in that conversation right now
1: um i don't know we'll see i mean whitaker has kind of done pretty decent for himself he's he's had a nice little return mm-hmm. yeah he's he's there's not a, I mean like this that know, you know if, i think it's up for gra- i think it's up for grabs i think there's a a the handful of guys that could that could all overtake each other um yeah. no one really stands out i think israel really kind of stands out amongst everybody. For, for now, um, but anybody could could pop up soon. we'll see.
0: yeah, it's it's gonna be a good one. And I know you know your your longtime buddy DC has had his fair share of experience with John Jones and now he's going to heavyweight. what do you what do you make of that move? and and uh, do you see you know, he's been in and out of of uh, uh, the media uh, with his own hoopla and he comes back and he wins a fight and then he disappears and wins a fight. and then now he's had two controversial wins and he's moving up to heavyweight. Um, it's kind of hard for me personally to get behind it. I don't see him staying too active or holding it down in a dominant fashion like he used to be. What is your take of Jones right now? And what do you see for him over the next year or two?
1: Um, I, I you know, I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, John's a very special athlete and character. I don't know, he's, uh, he's controversial, but you know, I think it's hard to take too much away from him, even though he's suspect testing and all that stuff but he, he you know he is a talent He truly is a talent for sure mm-hmm. um he's he's been uh he's been squeaking by the last few fights um he's done it and he still still has that, that kind of champion's will to win he's uh he's just a little more patient i think mm-hmm. Waits long waits long but then he presses later and mm-hmm. takes some damage uh maybe heavyweight is, is his best transition a lot of these guys are slower and if he can adapt to the size and get the takedowns and you know his speed and athleticism could, could transition really well uh, heavyweights are you know are just not a, not as movable you know different and that's why dc did so well he's so athletic and he could equalize everything with the wrestling so when he got the heavyweight he's just so much faster than these guys and he can also you know dictate the pace of the wrestling and yeah. that's what that, that's why he was so effective there
0: and, and, you know, uh, speaking of the AKA boys, I know uh, Islam Makachev has a fight coming up with Drew Dober. I just spoke with him uh, the other day. How do you see uh, that fight taking place? You, and, and uh, you know, do you see uh, Islam going to, to take that belt following Khabib?
1: Islam is a dangerous man, man. He's very, very talented. I, uh, I've been, been working with Islam a long time. I remember, like, when I first started working with him, he just popped up. Khabib brought him over. And I used him. I think it was him like back in like back when I fought like Jacques Ray in two thousand eleven. Like I was just messing around with him in the sparring room, and you know, used he he used he caught me one time with like I had an arm throw. I was like, "What the hell is this little kid doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, he's, he's been sharp and he's very very tough yeah.
0: for a long. Time, so yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, him and Drew is gonna be a good one. Um, I know that a lot of people were upset about the RDA one falling through, but do you, I mean, while we're on the topic of lightweight and AKA, do you see Khabib actually making a comeback? I know Dana won't get off his back, but it doesn't seem like it's in the cards for him.
1: Um, I don't know. I think it's gotta be something really, really appealing to him. And, and, and someone's got to show, show themselves to separate themselves to, you know, Khabib's got his family now. He's got a lot of things going on and, even more so than that his loyalty with his with his brothers like like Islam is like he wants to give him a path you know and like mm-hmm. to to succeed and achieve his dreams so I think that's that's got to play a role you know and, and where he where where he goes and what, what's what's going on so Islam is a big fight for him I think he could, he's much more you know he's much more well-rounded and I think he can expose Tober in so many ways he's got some Great kicks, striking, and he's, his grappling is far beyond. So I expect him to execute and find that that that, that route to victory. Um, mm-hmm. And then that, that will dictate, you know, that will push Khabib and him in the right direction of what what happens. You know, we'll see.
0: Absolutely. I know um, Javier has spoke on Khabib's training sessions, and I saw him say recently or semi-recently that Khabib's never lost a round in training ever, 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 except to Islam Akachev. Can you speak on how true that is, and uh, and if so, has he, has he gone live with DC and, and gotten the better of him, or is it it been a, a, a limited array of, of sparring partners for Khabib that he's been mauling?
1: I mean, come on, come on. Khabib, there's there's weight classes for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> losing <laughs> rounds to DC and, and myself is uh, Khabib, you know, spars, spars spars a lot of guys, and he fucking he crushes a lot of guys, um, in the 155, 170, and you know, even some some eighty five pounders he would work with, but um, yeah, I mean he's a uh, he's won a lot of rounds and Islam Islam is is uh, they put a lot of hard rounds together. You know, stays yeah. stays within the realms and they they push hard. So, um, he's a fuck. He's a bad bad man. They're both hard and uh, Javier just you know he likes he likes, he likes to pump. He likes to pump. Yeah, but he, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's a. Uh, but he's, he's definitely you know he's, he's the best to ever do it, um, and uh, I, I would argue that Islam Islam, Islam is has is pushing him all along the way. So I mean I'm, I'm excited to see their his his uh, his upcoming.
0: Me too, me too. Honestly, uh, I I think he he needs uh, should he get past Drew, I think he needs. You know if we can forget the whole top ten. Let's just go to top five. I think that's where he belongs. But you know, this fight with Drew will tell us a little bit more too. I, you already know enough, but, you know, the rest of us can learn a little bit more. Um, you know, it, you said you got a lot going on right now, Luke, and you're not going to force a fight. What, what are you, what have you been up to lately? How's life been?
1: Um, I mean, I, it's obviously there's a a little bit of, of a climate problem right now, what's going on. And uh, I'm, I, I am focused on trying to come back. I know I'm limited time in my time right now. And so I'm putting a lot of effort into, into healing and coming back. Uh, but, um, I, I still, have, I have, uh, I've had the opportunity to get involved in a, uh, in the, one of North America's like best education companies called scholars and, and growing that, that company and building education centers around the country here. We're big in Canada but we've just kind of launched stateside. And so finding opportunities to, uh, kind of empower the, the youth really and build the next generation so it's uh there's there's obviously a problem with schools right now and, and we are a very covet friendly organization where we uh you know we have 12 12 tables basically at school we have like you know social distancing to to the to the best mm-hmm. Our knowledge so it's like you have one teacher to three kids and everyone's separated so it's it's not like it's what it's a friendly classroom for for the climate and uh it's nice to try to get kids and you know and parents an outlet to put their kids in so right it's a, yeah just I know make, we... making connections and, and helping helping grow the grow the next generation
0: right on man that's freaking awesome i know that's uh it's definitely uh, in need right now with everything going on in the world so props to you and people like you out there making a difference well yeah. We're very excited to to see you back, Luke. If I'm ever in Cali, maybe I'll hit you up and you could direct me to the best skate spots. My brother just moved, my twin brother just moved to uh, La Jolla. He's out there now. And so he's uh he's looking for skate spots too. So maybe we'll pick your brain about that one day when I get out there and uh, play a game of skate or something. But I appreciate you coming on, man. Are you good yeah. at flat ground skate? How's your flat
1: ground look? Flat ground? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I flag ground is hurts. Yeah, I'm more of like a surf style skater. I'd like to go big, hard, and fast, and just. And it's, when you hit transitions as you get older, you know how to fall, mm-hmm. and you, there's always a a way to fall.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, ground, there's not a lot of ways to fall flat
0: ground. <laughs> no, there's not. My brother he used to laugh. Everybody would laugh at him because he would go hit like a little four stair. We're warming up and he would slip out and do like the most dramatic three flip roll every time he fell on the streets. But uh, like you said, man, the vert guys, they look smooth with it. It's like, you know, they, they're just like laying down and sliding around. They just slide down, yeah. slide down. Yeah,
1: exactly. And
0: you I don't know know, Brian Schekler, you you've been with him before. I let you go. I remember I watched his show when I was younger, um, Life of Ryan, and uh, he uh, he had like a, a room like for MMA stuff. Like he was into it all the way back then. Have you talked to him at all about MMA or do you, you know how big of a fan he is?
1: Yeah, no, he's definitely he's definitely a fan. He's like he's like he really wanted to come in and test his skills, get in there when he's when he gets healthy. So he's like he's like I really want to come really want to come. Like I was like yeah yeah come to he's AKA. Just, it, not AK, but the Ruka gym here. He's, okay. down, he's down in uh, San Clemente, so okay. you know, down here, and we had a great thing down there, and a lot of good people. So I bounce around. AK is AK is like it's not really there right now. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, it's, the gym's is cool. closed, and, and Javier's and Javier's in Russia most of the time. Yeah, DC's <laughs> at the fights. king's retired. It's like it's. I mean, it's hard, and you can't even really get in the gym these days up there. it's like. We have a private thing here down at Ruka, and so it's, it's hard to get in a lot of these gyms. Nothing yeah. is nothing is what it used to be.
0: Yeah, but I know it's, it's- Florida.
1: Florida is always open, so I'm, I'm gonna go out to Florida this week and, uh, and get back get back the guys over there and mix it back up. So I'll be transitioning. I think more more so back and forth from here and there.
0: Okay, are you going? Uh, what gym are you looking at down there? You have any guys in mind you want to work with?
1: I work with my team that I've, I was with for two years, so with Henry Hooft and, and Greg Jones, Kami and uh, Sanford. Right. At Sanford, my uh, sponsor, uh, hospital sponsor. They have built out a state-of-the-art gym out there. Sanford millions, looks nice. Millions of dollars into our, into our gym. So that yeah. is that is and that is my is my world. And I'm gonna go back there and work with the guys.
0: Freaking sweet man I was um, I trained a little bit at Jim O in Gastonia, North Carolina and um, Chris Weidman was popping in there I haven't seen him yet and he's come in a couple times but um, yeah I I don't know if you know Impa he was training out of there and he just moved to Sanford um, in Florida so he's he's a he's a good middleweight you know. And uh, maybe you guys will connect, I'm sure if you're going back down there, but um, he's new to the gym and I see he's been working there with uh, with Robbie Lawler and some other guys. But how have yeah. you been, uh, you know, you said you're going to be commuting back and forth. How uh, how has all this, this COVID stuff affected you other than, you know, obviously not being able to use your, uh, your old AKA fellas as much as you used to, you know, have you been able to stay as active as you like and all that other good stuff? Has it got any mental aspects that's getting in the way?
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, it's slim pickings, you know. But we have fun. It's like I worked with Perillo for a long time, and I, I do like his style, and he's got a good perspective. And no matter no matter what our past was, you know, it's like we've we worked before that happened, and and uh, you know, you got to let let things go. So um, right. It, it's been great, you know. I, I really, really do appreciate the guy and enjoy our work. And my boy Chito was down there all the time, so me and Chito kind of feed off each other. And, there's a lot of a lot of good guys that kind of come in and out. It's a yeah. it's a very, you know, it's a it's a very you know well placed spot, and that you just get talent that comes from a lot of places. So you're always having people come in and out and be able to work with people, and uh, a lot of a lot of good guys around. So um, I enjoy it there, and i I'll be going back over there with my guys in Florida. I'll be going straight to the gut. I, I walk into a gym, and you know I me, mean? I, that's my home. Wherever I go, it's my home, and I'm gonna I'm gonna start owning it. And so. Okay. I'm looking forward to all the new guys that pop up in the gym because it's yeah. still my spot. Yeah, definitely. All right, Talk man. to you later. Till next time. Till next time.